Hey, lovely soul. How are you doing? For real, how are you? When was the last time that you just reflected in and paid attention to how you are feeling? I know lately it might have seemed like there's been a lot of energy. I have felt it too. And if you are sensitive or an empath, you might be, you know, really hurting right now. Or maybe you're feeling a little more stressed or anxiety or overwhelmed. So today I wanted to help you out with that a little bit and I actually came up with 20 ways that you can help the world without spending money. So maybe a few of these you've heard before and I know that a few of them as well are going to be new to you and I thought that you know maybe sharing these can really help and if you have some ideas of ways that you know I didn't mention then definitely let me know by posting into the rise into your power group on Facebook because I would love 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 to hear some of your ideas now I want to give two disclaimers if you will before we go into the ways to help the world and these aren't your typical disclaimers okay it's two things I really want you to think about when you are feeling the pain of the world okay or you are feeling like the world has gone crazy and you're not sure which way is up you know there's a lot of things that are going on and I want you to keep in mind these two things the first thing is you need to recognize your own heart I know that sounds so crazy, but if you are listening to me right now, then the odds are like 99 to 100% that you were sent here with, I don't want to say a higher life purpose, but like a amazing life purpose where you are meant to touch other people's hearts. And a lot of times when those souls like you are reincarnated on earth, they have a tough time because they are used to helping out on a much grander scale on the other side. So a lot of us that have incarnated with these really big hearts are usually helpers on the other sides, whether we are other people's master spirit guides, regular spirit guide, you know, specialty guides, whatever it is, we have really grown accustomed to helping out on the other side. And so when we come here to earth, it's like, man, when we can't help out everybody that we want to, and you know, we feel compelled to help on such a grand scale and we can't, you know, and then, you know, a lot of times we beat ourselves up and we're just like, oh my gosh, you know, like, why am I like this? Does that sound familiar at all? So I want you to sort of recognize that part of yourself and just recognize that you are human now. You are human, you are powerful, but you are limited by your physical self, okay? So just kind of keep that in mind. You can't help everybody. You can't do everything, right? In fact, you weren't designed to help everybody and everyone on this planet in this lifetime. In fact, you're probably assigned, you know, a certain amount of souls or certain souls to help out in this life, okay? So just kind of keep that in perspective while we go into number two disclaimer slash tip it is see people as souls I know that many of you have heard me talk about this before but instead of seeing some of the people that are in our lives or some people that are hurting don't see them as you know our baby brother or our child or niece or nephew and you know these you know vulnerable you know precious you may be sometimes oh my gosh frustrating you know people they are souls 
they are timeless they are old sometimes they have been your parents sometimes they've been your grandparents sometimes they've been your mentor in life you know so we each play our own role here on earth and i just want you to try and look at that from a different perspective each one of us is here playing our own role in this life so when you see people that are going through maybe a tough time and things like that see them as a soul okay and once you start seeing it that way then a lot of times your whole entire perspective will change a lot of times you might not feel so in a hurry or in a rush you know to intervene in people's life and quote enable them because you know that they're on their own journey their own soul journey and they need to learn their lessons and they need to grow you know in this life and sometimes you know intervening and things like that might not always be the best bet you know and by seeing them as souls it can really really help you out it can tame and soothe your heart a little bit however right now we are going to be paying attention to more of how we can truly help and these 20 tips are going to be without money so don't worry you know we're not going to ask you to donate or anything else like that but just like hey I know the world is going crazy. There's a lot of people hurting. And, you know, one thing that's on the forefront of my mind is all of our friends in Florida who have, you know, lost their homes and even lost their pets and the animals that are really hurting, you know, on this you know, you know, uh, in Florida. So that's one thing that's really forefront of my mind. But honestly, everyone across the world, no matter what country that you live in, you know, we want, you know, world peace, if you will, you know, I'm not sure if you grew up, you know, wanting that, but I know many of us have. So we are going to start with number one, and we're going to work our way up to some really fun ones. So number one is help your friends. And I know it sounds kind of crazy, but you're like, wait a second, you know, helping my friends is going to help the world. Yes, it's because it's going to help increase that vibration. Okay. It's also going to raise your frequency. It's going to raise your friend's frequency, being a better friend. It is just going to have this ripple effect, but it's not always about the ripple effect. You know what I mean? Where you do one good thing for others and then they do another good thing for someone else. And then it just keeps on cascading along. It's not all about that but it's about you hold an energy of every minute of every single day now when you give to someone that is gratitude and gratitude is one of the highest if not the highest vibrating emotion I believe love is there but also gratitude is right up on there and so that is a very very high frequency of energy and then when you do that and you're giving in gratitude and then your friend is receiving ingratitude that just creates this like vibrational high if you will now there are some ways that you can help your friend without spending money okay so a couple of the things that I had about that is you can offer them a ride if they need it you can offer to watch their kids or their pets right if they are going through a tough time you know maybe you can start a GoFundMe and so you had to donate to it right but even just doing that for them on their behalf starting a food train you know or maybe if you are someone that provides a service maybe you can give them part of your service for free whether it's like haircuts or a massage and things like that maybe you can reach out to the community on their behalf and you know get them some coats or you know canned goods or whatever that is so helping your friends is really going to be a great step that you can take even every single day and that is truly going to help the world in the end all right number two is take care of you 
Okay, okay, you guys know me. I got to get some of these out, okay, before we get to some of the other good stuff that you might not have heard, right? But taking care of you, not only are you going to do what number one does, which is raise your vibration and raise your frequency, but you are going to be taking care of your vessel. And right now, your body is the conduit that you need to be able to, you know, heal the world, to help the world and things like that. And if you are suffering and your health is not good, then you're not really going to be a whole bunch used to everybody else, right? So you got to take care of yourself. You have to fill up your cup. You have to give to yourself nourishment and not just with food, but things you love and, you know, things you want to do as well, because then you're going to feel better. It's going to raise your frequency, but then you are going to be so much able, better off to receive things because your body is also taken care of. So think about that. Let it marinate. You know, it can go really, really deep with that. Number three is going to be connecting to your higher power. Okay. So it doesn't have to be spirit with what I say or the universe, okay, or whatever. It could be God. It could be the God in the Bible. It could be Jesus, Mother Mary, whatever it is. But you have to believe in something greater than yourself and you have to start establishing a connection with it, okay? Because what that's going to do is it's going to help you decrease fear. It's going to help you decrease anxiety. It's going to relieve stress in your life. It is going to take more off of your plate. It is going to help you feel a little bit more peace. It's going to help you feel a little bit more loved because you are also going to realize that you are not responsible for everything. And you are going to start trusting in this higher power that, you know, things are happening for a reason or, you know, these are the soul's paths or whatever it is that you believe your higher power does. And once you start establishing that relationship a little bit more, man, it is going to change your world. You're going to see miracles every day and that is going to help you get a little bit more faith in the world. And one thing that's coming up for me as well right now I think we'll talk about it a little bit later as well, but you see what you focus on as well. So if you see the world as crazy, then you're probably going to see a lot more crazy. But if you see a lot more, you know, people helping each other and things like that, then that's what you're going to see. And I noticed I'm during the pandemic, I noticed this phenomena more than ever before because people were talking to me about how cruel people were and how mean they were. And that's not what I was seeing at all. I was seeing neighbors, you know, mowing other neighbors lawns and stuff like that. So it's really, really amazing. So definitely connect to your higher power, really get firm in what you believe. All right. And number four is prayer. Okay. I know you kind of have to have a little bit of connection with number three, but remember prayer is talking, meditating is listening, but a lot of times we forget to pray and it's really important to pray if you want to call it that or not, because Remember, our angels, our past loved ones, our spirit guides are always wanting to help us, but they cannot intervene without our permission. So if you pray for the world, if you pray for certain countries or certain people or certain animals and things like that, then you are offering that up to spirit and, you know, to spirit guides and to the angels and say, hey, 
intervene on my behalf if you can, okay? Please do this. Now remember, the more intention you put behind something, then the more energy there is. So you can go ahead and create like a prayer altar if you want, or you know, if you have like a little shelf, maybe it has a cross on there or like a tarot card, that's why what I would have on there, then you can just write a little note with the person that you are praying for that night, you know, before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning, you know what I mean? You can write the name of one, two, three, or however many people, maybe it's the world. And then that is just really going to set that intention behind that prayer. All right. Now going on to number five is I want you to reflect on the skills and talents that you have that maybe can help the world. I know it sounds so funny, but each one of us is given a set of skills, hobbies, passions, that kind of thing, and we can use our talents to help the world. So a couple of examples that I have that are downloading from spirit right now is if you are like a cartoonist, like I love to draw and I love making little cartoons and stuff like that, then going ahead and sharing those on social media and then people are going to share it and it's going to hopefully resonate with them, whatever you write in that, you know, write in the um, cartoon, maybe, you know, just even how you dress, you know, and then you can start sharing that. Maybe you're a hairstylist and you know, you can go ahead and, you know, help people. Maybe you can, you know, even go and volunteer somewhere and volunteer, volunteer for people who, you know, don't have that much money, you know, little things like that. So look at the resources that you have and also reflect on your skills and then see what comes up for you. Okay. Now, number six and number seven are very similar, but they're a little bit different. So number six is going to be Buying things like dinners and stuff like that from more of the mom and pop shops as opposed to, you know, national chains. And it's nothing against national chains, but these mom and pops, you know, they are, you know, they could use your money a lot more than maybe some of the national chains. So maybe instead of going out, you know, to your Pizza Hut or your Hungry Howie's, maybe going ahead and finding a local pizza joint. And that will go a long way because think about it, even just one order, whether it's 20 or $50 could be paying for their employee one or you know, one or two employees, you know, an hour or so. But if you go to those multi-chains, it's not really going very far. And that brings me to number seven, which is small businesses. So you can go ahead and go to like your pizza joints, maybe smaller grocery stores when you can, you know, afford it. Cause I know sometimes it's a little bit more expensive, but then with number seven, it's small businesses. And so it's a little bit different than the mom and pops a little bit. The way I meant to do it is one of them is more of like a brick and mortar store. And the number seven is going to be more of like the online stuff. So naturally we all shop at like Amazon and stuff like that. I know we all do it. However, maybe you can also, in addition to shopping on Amazon, maybe if you know that your friend has like a pampered chef, you know, like for the cooking and stuff like that, or if you know another one that sells, you know, oh, like Color Street, like the nails and that kind of thing. So that's what I was getting at. So you can, you know, visit a little bit more brick and mortar stores and also small businesses online because that's also going to create more of a sense of community. And a lot of us need and desire a sense of community. And I'm not sure if you know this or not, but humans, we weren't meant to be alone. We were meant to be in groups. You know, that's the reason why we don't very, we don't really go very well, especially in life when we're alone, right? We might feel like we want to be alone. We might feel like we're introverts and stuff like that, 
but you can't live without other people. And, you know, they even say when you get older, you really flourish when you're around others. So keep that in the back of your mind. All right. Number eight is going to be thinking bigger than yourself. So this is a really cute story. And it kind of goes with number nine, which is, you know, creating a fundraiser. So with the creating the fundraiser kind of thing, this is not really a fundraiser, but what was happening was I was working at a childcare center and I forgot how I found this dentist, but I seen that the dentist actually was taking all of the kids extra Halloween candy and you could drop it off at his office. And then what he was doing was he was sending it to the soldiers overseas and what the soldiers would do overseas would they would give it to the children, you know, um, that are there like the local children. So I thought that was a really cool idea and I really wanted to do it. But instead of just taking my son's leftover Halloween candy and dropping it off at the dentist's office, what I did was I created flyers throughout my whole child care center asking for all of their extra Halloween candy. And so when I dropped it off at the dentist's office, he had more candy than he ever, ever had. It was so amazing. And what's really cool about this story was I was doing this right before I met my husband and I believe it was in October and I didn't meet him until May and it was really funny because the first time I went over to his parents house there was a little postcard and I recognized the name it was the name of that dentist and I said I'm like oh my gosh you guys go to that dentist and they're like yes this has been the family dentist for like like years, like since my husband was a kid, he's been going to this dentist. I'm like, no way. Like, I thought that that was just, I don't even know. It was just everything coming, you know, full circle. So that kind of brings me to number nine, which is creating a fundraiser. And it doesn't even have to be crazy. And you might think it's really hard. You know, you can even think of, you know, collecting that candy as a fundraiser. But I remember one time, I was working at the child care center as well, and I found out that there was March for Babies. And usually for March for Babies, you gather donations, and then you go on a walk, and you march for babies. And I'm not sure if you knew this or not, but when I was working in child care, I was a baby teacher. So they were the best, you know. So I worked from with kids from six weeks old to usually no older than a year until I switched um, child care centers and I worked up into a year and a half. Well, anyways, I was like, wait, it means more than just giving my own money. So I got the whole entire daycare involved and I got it all together in two weeks and we created, well, we created, <laughs> we actually raised over $2,000 for the March for Babies and I have the pictures and they were so amazing. Maybe I can share them in the Rise Into Your Power group. And then for everybody's help, I um, bought ice cream for all of the kids and stuff. And believe me, that was a lot cheaper than you think. I think I spent... 20 or $30 for the whole entire daycare. And we were really big daycare. There was hundreds of kids, but you know, they don't need that much ice cream. <laughs> so anyways, you can do that. It can be really fun. Um, in fact, you may have contributed to one of my fundraisers. So sometimes Alvi will do gallery reading events, you know, and you might've contributed to one of them that I donated to the Mount 
Calvary Lutheran Church and also, you know, pet shelters here in, you know, the Macomb area in Michigan. So think about that because you can always do something along those lines. And number 10 is going to be if you don't want to create a fundraiser, you can be part of a fundraiser. So a couple of them that are coming to mind is, you know, the walk for Alzheimer's, you know, I did that with my son and that was a lot of fun. So we went to the zoo and things like that. And a lot of time you don't have to give up the money. You just find people around you that can go ahead and spare even five, 10, $20. Like if everybody, let's say everybody that's listening to this, they only raised five dollars fifty dollars could you imagine man you could get on up there and you can start making an impact in the world all right we're going to move on to number 11 and that is going to be finding a place to volunteer at and I know that it sounds really crazy but you don't actually have to find a place to volunteer at but let me I'm getting ahead of myself so it's going to be little things like McCrest, right? So that's Macomb County Rotation Emergency Shelter is what I want to say, shelter something. And so you can find little places like that. However, we're going to get into some other really, really cool ways to volunteer, but definitely do that. If you don't want to volunteer at a place, then you can always do things like my friend does who makes bags for homeless out of plastic bags it's really amazing so when she's sitting there watching tv and stuff like that she creates these bags and then she gives them to the homeless and guess what that is going to help and that is going to create a ripple effect when i was going to church i helped out with mccrest right and I kind of butchered what the acronym meant, but it's a rotating shelter that helps homeless people. So what they do is they turn churches into homeless shelters. And I remember one man from my congregation, he actually joined through McCrest. I had no idea. And they helped him get a house and he got a job and he got on his feet. And it was so amazing. I had no idea that he was homeless and everything else because he had made, started making an impact by the time I met him with other people. So I had no idea that was his origin story. So the same thing with you. And the, you know, they need volunteers and things like that. So if you are able to give your time, definitely try that. If not, then you can do something like my friend does and she makes them on the side and then gives them out. Okay. Number 12 is not really doing anything that is like volunteer like number 11, but this is where you can do small little things throughout your day that will help out either a person, the environment, etc. So for example, I love this garden area that's by my house, but the thing is, is that I don't know how, but like so much litter goes into that area. So what I'll do is when I go for my walks or my bike rides, I'll go ahead and I'll grab a bag and I will clean up as I go. See what I mean? And there's been a few times too where I have been sitting at a red light and I see litter and I, I honestly, I just grab like a plastic bag and I put it all in there. You know, I put it all in the, um, all in the plastic bag and don't worry, like my hands are clean and that kind of stuff. So don't even worry about it being gross, but I have done that before. So number 12 is really about just doing little things like that throughout the day and they are going to have a ripple effect in the world. All right, number 13 is similar to number 12, but what we're talking about here is you can help out maybe a child, a family, that kind of thing by helping them out with 
something that they're trying to collect, right? So this can be the Campbell soup labels. Do you remember those? Or remember like those bottle caps? And then you can save them. Maybe you can save your Keurig cups for someone who is creating something out of them. And so a lot of times you can find, you know, people wanting these things, you know, on Facebook Marketplace or maybe even on Craigslist or, you know, I mean, just on other social media sites where they're like, hey, do you have any mascara wands a lot of people do and then there was a animal sanctuary that was needing mascara wands because they were perfect with grooming some of the animals i think that the animals might have oil in them i'm not really sure i forget but then you could send in your little wand so there's little things that you can do like that so if you know that you are a hoarder of sorts or maybe you know that you are always consuming items um like maybe you're always consuming pop and maybe those pop cans people make things out of them okay here's a really funny story bringing you guys back to like 1986 my sister would make these really cool flowers out of the six pack plastic rings so do you remember when you would get a six pack in the store of like cans and then they were the the rings well she used to don't ask me how, right? Make these really, really cool flowers. She would even spray paint them and everything. So not only did that plastic not end up in our oceans or in a landfill and that kind of stuff, but they were a decorative piece in people's houses. I should get some pictures or have her make me another one. But do you see people are always, always creating things like this? So think about it and maybe that's a way that you can help the world. All right, so number 14 is going to be buying things from places that are having like a fundraiser or they're giving a certain percentage away, right? So I see this all the time with online events. They're like, okay, buy this ticket and a percentage will go to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Or sometimes schools will be like, hey, you know, shop at Little Caesars or whatever and we get a percentage of that. So that just goes a long way and like, why not? Why not have pizza night on that night when the school could use 15% of your bill, you know, because the pizza joint's gonna give them 50% of all their, you know, money they make that night. Why not do it? Make pizza night that night. Okay. Now, number 15 is a little bit different than what we talked about with the other volunteer thing. This is going to be volunteering somewhere in part of the community like Turning Point, which is a, a domestic violence shelter here in Michigan, or going ahead and volunteering even at Bible study. I've, I volunteered all the time at church. You know what I mean? Um, it was an amazing experience. But I really want you to use this volunteer opportunity as something that you can either do with a family or this one's going to be something that you're really passionate about. And this can also be something that's already part of your life. So with volunteering with the homeless, that was something that wasn't really, well, I guess, you know, was my church, you know. But what I'm talking about here is something that's already kind of part of your day to where maybe, you know, they could actually use a little bit of extra help. So another one, too, is like my friend she volunteers in like her community and she's really involved even in politics. So maybe that's something that you'd be interested in, you know, helping out on a city level and on a county level. 
right? Going ahead and getting involved in that, especially if you are very passionate about like the laws, the ordinance, you know, things like that that are happening in your community. Because I know, you know, when you get affected by it is really when you want to make the change. And, you know, they were wanting to put a zip line on the island in my backyard, you know? So if you guys don't know, I live on this really, really small little lake and there's an island in my backyard and they want to put a zip line. And I mean, the whole entire city was at City Hall until about midnight fighting the city council on this because it's literally in our backyard. <laughs> and we also have like retirement homes, everything like right there. And it was like, we can't have people screaming in the trees when we're trying to go to bed. The older people are, they, they decided to retire here because it's quiet, not because of people screaming, you know, from a zip line, right? So this volunteer stuff is really talking about something that is really close to your heart, something that you are passionate about, maybe something that you can do, even if it's volunteering at a grocery store that you love, or, you know, I don't know why, but like ice skating rink is coming up right now. So thinking about it that way and something that you love, almost like a hobby. And even if you only do it a couple of hours a week, I know I was going to volunteer at Turning Point and I was going to be cleaning the trash, you know, taking out the trash and stuff like that, even though I really, really wanted to be, you know, helping women, you know, and, speaking to them about, you know, their abuse and things like that, helping them get out of that relationship because I know what it's like to be in that mindset. But that's where I was going to start off at. I was going to volunteer at the zoo as well. That is a really difficult process, <laughs> but like the Detroit Zoo, but I went through all of that. I forgot what it ended up happening to where I couldn't volunteer, but it was a lot of fun and I knew that was something that would just bring me a lot of joy. Okay. Number 16, I'm going to flip it around because this is another volunteering thing. Okay, but listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, okay? Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. This can be life-changing, okay? So I got to give you the whole backstory because my friends, love them to death, love you if you guys are listening right now, but they went and they volunteered on a safari in Africa or a farm or something like that. And then they were required to work so many days. And then, you know, they got to, you know, play with the animals, all, all that stuff. Well, I'm not sure how much you can play with like a rhino and a giraffe, but you get what I'm trying to say. Anyways. So when I asked them, I'm like, okay, so did you just play for your flight? And they were like, no, they're like, we had to pay to work. And I'm like, what? That makes zo no sense. Like literally no sense. Right. So not only did you pay for your flight there, but then you had to pay to work there. And then you had to work there six, eight hours a day, you know, like, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Are there other opportunities out there? And yes, there are. And I am so happy to let you know if you don't know it already, but there are volunteer opportunities within the U.S. and also abroad. And it is incredible. So instead of going on vacation, paying for a hotel room, paying for all of that, what you can do is in the show notes, I will have the links to the sites. I'll also try and put them in the rise into your power group as well that I found. And they're really awesome. So you can go ahead and volunteer at so many different places. So think of this as an Airbnb, right? And what they do is they need help. So maybe they need, you know, like one of them that I seen in Italy was we need help on our olive farm, right? 
because, you know, they make olive oil. And then they were like, hey, we'll give you free room and board and we'll give you free this and free this and free this. And then you do have to work, right? Maybe, you know, five, six hours a day. Each one of the places has their own requirements on work. And then you have all this time off. But the thing is, it's a little bit different because then, you know, when you're, quote, working, you're doing something that's really, really cool. And then you're also not paying to work either, right? They give you the free room and board, a lot of really cool opportunities. Some that I was looking at myself was um, talking with the monks, right? I believe this is in Nepal or it might be in Mongolia. And then you talk with the monks every day. Now you live offsite, you know, they give you like free room and board offsite and then you come and then you talk with them because they really want to expose the monks, you know, to different cultures and that kind of thing. A couple of them that I found in the US is like dog sanctuaries and so, you know, you take care of the dogs and they give you, man, some places they give you way more than room and board. They're like, Hey, if you want to come and volunteer, we're going to hook you up. Some of them are even healing centers too, where you can have free Reiki. If you want, you can take all their classes and stuff like that for free. Like a part of me, I just want my son just to like go and do this just for fun. You know, I was like, get a little side job, you know, but other than that, you know, you don't have to pay for a place to live and you don't have to pay for your food unless you just want extra stuff. And then you just have to pay to like get around at certain places. So I'm like, Hey, this is like a win-win. So I will leave that in the show notes, but see, you can help the world by traveling and being all over the world helping, right? You don't have to join the Peace Corps or anything like that to do it, right? Okay. So now we are going on to number 17, and that is going to be donating to smaller organizations. And I don't mean money. I mean mostly a lot of us um, give all of our stuff to like Salvation Army and stuff like that, you know, clothes that we don't want, etc. So what I would invite you to do is also maybe donate to small organizations like the women's shelters near you. Maybe your YMCA or the YWCA is taking those. There's clothes closets. Believe me, my mom took us to all of them. Churches as well sometimes has those clothes closets and then they allow their families to come in and get clothes. And I remember uh, really down on my luck and there was a woman's closet and it was to help out women with clothes who are trying to enter the workforce. And so maybe instead of just rushing off to some of those mainstream donation places, we can go ahead and also help out the little guys. And another reason why that I really like doing this too is Salvation Army, as great of a people as they are, you know, they also have a lot of high paying bills, you know, a lot of CEOs and higher ups, you know what I mean, to pay and that kind of stuff. So it seems like we might make more of an impact in the smaller places. So another place I donate to is the Veterans of Foreign Wars, you know what I mean? And they have thrift stores in the area and I will drop off my stuff to them as opposed to some of the major chains, right? Because a lot of people who are not listening to right now, they are going off to those major chains. So you will be the different person and maybe even going out of your way to help out the little guy. All right, number 18. This one's going to sound so funny to you, but I'm so sorry I had to put it in here. And that is make more money. What, Heather? Don't you think if I could make more money, I would make more money? Yes and no. I kind of don't believe you in a way, right? Because... The thing is, a lot of us don't feel worthy of it. A lot of us are coming from a lack mindset. A lot of us don't see the money as it is. Money is just energy. It's not good or bad. And a lot of people say money is the root of all evil. Money is all the problems, you know. But the thing is, the more money you make, the more you're able to give. 
Okay. Not just like in taxes and you're, you know, helping out your country that way or whatever, you know, but you're able to donate to causes that you love. And then sometimes you're not going to have the time, but maybe you can have a little more of those extra resources. So when I say make more and more money, what I'm saying is number 18 is work on your money mindset, work on your money mindset because money can just come to you with thoughts and you can attract it. And I am not the money attracting expert, okay? Like you've got to follow those money mindset people, okay, that have gotten it down to a T. The only thing that I can tell you is the little bit of changes that I have made with my money mindset has blown my mind. Like I get money, like it's so crazy. Wow, just the 180 my life has had since I started looking at money a little bit differently. Okay, so we got to get an abundance mindset okay money is all around it is all around us and we need more good people like you to have more money okay and this is not about going out and you know making more money and working harder and things like that no this is not what this is about this is about looking within and being like am i worthy of money do i feel like i could have more than i know what to do with you know I mean, do I think from a lack mentality, do I think that there's not enough money to go around or I only need to have a little bit of money and I don't really need to have that much that is making yourself smaller. That is decreasing your vibration and your frequency. And we need to be like, yes, spirit money's all around. Money does grow on trees. Money is awesome. Money comes to me and I do amazing things when I have money. Okay. So if you are like cringing, when I say this, that is what I'm talking about. We got to get rid of the cringes. We got to start making it fun to talk about money we have to start making it cool about giving and receiving money because we know that if I give I also receive okay so we got to work on that all right number 19 is becoming more positive in your life okay kind of like we a little talk about before and that is the more positive you are right then the more that you are going to attract that same vibration and you're also going to create that ripple effect right? And being more positive is probably going to ignite that creativity and you're going to have better problems, you know, problem solving skills. And then you're going to be less stressed or maybe you can become an amazing inventor. Now, remember too, a lot of these ideas that we have are not born in this world. They're born on the other side and then they're given to us. They're downloaded to us. So the more positive we are, the more open-minded we are, you know, then the more we can get these downloads and then maybe even create something that can make the world a better place. And I know what you are thinking right now. Like I ain't no Stephen Hawking or freaking Albert Einstein. Okay, no, I'm talking about even the smaller inventions. For example, <laughs> this is going to be showing my age a little bit, but do you guys see the babies that are in like the car seat and then they have this thing that goes over the baby to, and then even has a zipper sometimes so you can like feed the baby through like this material and the material is to like protect the baby from like the wind and stuff like that when they were outside okay can I okay where in the world was that when my son was little 20 years ago or even when I was little right because what did we do we had the car seat in our hand and then we would throw a blanket over it, right? That's what we all did. And now somebody came up with this freaking idea, which is nothing short of genius in my freaking opinion. And I'm like sitting there like, how come I didn't think of it? How many times have you probably thought of that in your life? You're like, someone creates something. You're like, gosh, darn, 
it was right my nose or I thought about that. So definitely act on any of those ideas that you have, but also realize that it might not be this big ginormous physics, you know, like you're inventing the typewriter or inventing the telephone or the internet, you know, but it could be something like that. And that could truly change lives. Like, you don't even know. Like, I just daydream sometimes about what it'd be like, you know, carrying my son around with that darn thing. That looks freaking awesome. I have not used it yet, but I really want to. So let me know what you think about that. Now, the moment we've been waiting for, which is number 20. Thank you so much for sticking with me through all of these. Number 20 is going to be sending love. I know, I know, I know, I know. It sounds a little woohoo and things like that. But no, send love and send love with purpose. And you don't just have to like think about it and things like that. But there's also meditations, which specifically I want to talk about the Pranic Healings Twin Hearts Meditation. All right. And this one is a very, well, it seems very long meditation, but I bet you it's only like 10 minutes and in this, he actually has you send love to the world. Now I am going to link it in the show notes, but I have to warn you, he does have an accent. So it's kind of hard to hear a little bit of what he says when you first listen to it, but then you sending love. So you can do this. You can, you know, do a meditation anytime. You can do any meditation, you know, on YouTube or whatever, like that meditation for the world. You know, if you just want to spend the time in your car and something that's coming up to me right now is just pretending that, you know, healing light is coming out of your hands, even when it's on the steering wheel, but the steering wheel is the earth and you're just sending all this love towards the earth. Remember if we can manifest inside of our lives, anything that we want, so we can manifest a house, a car, our dream job, you know what I mean? Better body, whatever it is. And that would mean then we can also manifest more love and peace in the world. All right. Now, in case you haven't heard this little secret too, they say that you need to hold a thought for seven seconds in order for it to really take root. Okay. But of course, the more that you think about it and the stronger, the more seven seconds that you do, then the stronger it will be. So keep that in mind when you're sending love. You can also make the altar again, like I said. You can also make an object and carry the object with you. And then anytime that object is with you, you know, and you touch it, you're sending love to the world. And hey, if the world's too big and you just don't think that that's doable, then you can go ahead and say, okay, I send my love too. And then you can see even everyone in your family or you can see everyone in your state, your city, however you want to do it. And you can work your way around the world. Okay. So I hope that you like these um, 20 things that you can do to help the world without spending any money. I hope that you loved it. And if you have any other ideas, then I would love to hear them. Share them with me in the Rise Into Your Power group. I will see you next Wednesday. Mm -hmm.